Hello and welcome to the Over the Wall podcast, where today I am with my co-hosts, Yesenia and Yoselin. And today we are going to be talking about sex. <laughs> Could you have said that any more uncomfortable? <laughs> sex. Sex, yeah. sex, sex. We're going to be talking about sex. How did we learn about sex? You know, how we navigate that mm-hmm. in relation to like our families, finding out what we learned about that ourselves, you know, being out dealing with people that we want to have sex with. So I don't know about you guys, but I know that in both, both of my cultures, like when I went to like a public school here in the States and even in my, my personal fam- family life and, you know, we were raised very conservative, traditional, what I would consider traditional yeah. Mexican from like Michoacan. There was no talk about sex at home and what we learned in school was very like clinical. We probably yeah. suck in that. Like in nuestras casas no se hablaba mucho del sexo. Era mm-hmm. como un, una conversación que, que no se tenía. Bueno, al menos que también yo no tuve con mi mamá ni mi papá ni con mis hermanos. You know, like what? Not even your siblings? Yeah, I don't think we like really talked about that until like we got older. So, como que no se hablaba. Nada más era un, un, una conversación que te lo, como estás diciendo tú, you say like you learned it in school and you got like the basics of it, like. Mm-hmm. You learned about sex and you also learned about, like, your sexual health from school. And that was kind of it. No, I was just <laughs> I was just going to ask Diego. Like, obviously, we had a kind of a similar, similar education when it comes to, like, sex ed at school. It was very, like, clinical, very, like, these are your body parts. This is what they uh-huh. do. This is how you take care of it. Use deodorant, all that good stuff. Yeah. So what was it on the, as a young man, what was your perspective and what did you learn about sex from your parents or from school? The, the whole school thing, pretty much the same thing. I mean, essentially mm-hmm. just uh, switch the genitalia, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And everything else is the same. Except for, the, I can, you know, I can't get pregnant mm-hmm. and have a period. But they didn't talk to you about getting women pregnant? I don't remember. It's been a long time. Yeah. Mm. So I it's like... been a real, real long time. I know that I've never really had a conversation about it with my parents. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. that's that's an, I, I don't think that's ever happened. No. Uh, I had one time where my dad told me to wear a condom. Interesting. But How that was, was it. That? One it, time? One time. How old were you like when this happened? I would say eight years ago when I was dating someone. Eight years <laughs> ago? No, yeah, that was about eight years ago. One of the things I remember from school was that they would split up the boys and the girls. Mm-hmm. So I always thought that was like very interesting. Like, so you know, we have Diego here who can who cannot remember what they talked about. Uh, but you know, interesting. I think like on our end, it very much related. At least from what I remember, was like talking about periods, showing you about like the pad, and telling you like your boobs will grow, and um, yeah, how to be like like hy- hygiene, how to like take care of yourself, and like what to do, cramps. I don't really even remember like birth control being a topic of conversation in no, I education. Think, yeah, like any like type of like contraception um, or even like prevention, like además de condones and stuff. Like it wasn't really something brought up, and I don't even know if condoms were brought up in like the girl education. They, I do remember they did bring Echoa. up condoms in the in our group. Okay. But and they didn't like show us. They didn't even open one or nothing. It was just like, yeah. here's a condom. If you are gonna have sex, use one. Use one. Interesting. Then abstinence the only way to not get pregnant. Uh huh. You remember that? Surprise! Half of these fucking people are having sex right now. Yeah. Well, maybe not right now, but I was gonna say sex ed happened in like elementary school for me. Uh-huh. Fourth grade, like eighth grade. No, I not for not, I not where I went to. It was like fourth or fifth grade. I don't remember Miss Ortiz. Oh, and like in high school. In high school. Yeah, we also had a sex ed thing. Yeah, but it was what, more of like, but that was more of like an STD like prevention. I think we watched a birthing video too, which I, don't think. I feel like it was built and designed to scare the shit out of us. First yeah. of all, we have technically watched two birthing videos that's very true we have Uh we watched a friend's birthing video yeah Mm -hmm. it was interesting interesting like full shot like Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. frontal like Mm -hmm. full frontal so Mm -hmm. the baby crowning and everything Mm -hmm. it's a birth in real life who just did you were there yeah and i think like so you're saying do you know saying like here remember it was like middle school or something for it was high school we had they had the whole like your body is changing thing uh, yes, in, like, of... middle school. 
Mm-hmm. I don't remember that in middle school. I remember like wait, seventh wait, did we go to the grade. same middle school? I went to Phoenix. Okay, yeah, so did I. Yeah, I remember that being seventh or eighth grade. But I have no recollection of that. But okay, they had the whole your body's changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's seventh grade. Okay, and then in high school they had that where a condom or don't have sex and talk about STDs and show pictures. Let's show like you that. a picture of chlamydia. <laughs> the devil. I would have loved it if the teacher would have done that voice while showing us pictures of chlamydia. (laughs) It would have been way more captivating. And this is Herbie's. She's seductive. But but there was like, but I don't remember in any of those three um, events or sessions that we had about learning about sex that they ever really talked about like the emotional connection. It was really all about like your body's changing. You're going to have a bunch of hormones. Do not have sex. You will get pregnant Mm -hmm. or do not have sex or you'll get an STD. Kind of like in Mean Girls. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very much like that. Um, so I didn't really have like a good idea of like a healthy sexual relationship was like. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, that just lets us having just really bad sex for a while as a young person. I don't know about you guys. But isn't that part of growing up? Yeah. It's kind of figuring out like what you like when and you how to communicate with a person that you have that intimate relationship with. Yeah. But then it's also we're not encouraged or we're not talked to about how to have those conversations with the person that you're being intimate with. Yeah. You know, what boundaries to Mm. set, you know, how to communicate that you have boundaries because it's one thing to say like, you know, I don't really like when you do that or like, Mm -hmm. Hey Cindy, I don't like when you say this to my friend or whatever. I don't like when you take on my butthole. (laughs) Yeah. That as like a, a person in high school, might not be easy to convey if there hasn't been a whole lot of open communication yeah. on how to do that or like set examples. Because we learn by watching, we learn like doing. doing, you know, and if you don't have a template or a guideline, you're just kind of winging it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think like I definitely want to go ahead and like touch on that. Like, so the education portion, I think, like lacks so much in what our, from, from coming from our culture, like, you there know, is no there is no sex coming education coming from our culture. Yeah, one, there's not that. Two, en las escuelas, me están enseñando lo básico de lo básico. Now, like, I'm, I'm in a role in my workplace where, like, I have learned so much. Um, And kind of what you're saying, like, they didn't also talk about, like, that emotional connection or, like, how you're going to feel during, before, after, all that stuff, which I think plays, like, a huge role. So I think, like, a little bit of what you're saying, like, what was good, what was bad. When I think about, like, my, when I first became sexually active and such, like, I think it was so different at that point. Like, when I was ready, I was ready. And I felt so open to talk about what I like and what I don't like. And, like, hey, let's do this or let's do that. Or if they propose something, I was like, nah, I don't feel like it. And that was it. I really like that. Like, as a you considered yourself, like, a late bloomer when oh, we yeah. talked about dating. Mm-hmm. But I think that that definitely has played a really interesting part in your communicating skills when being yes. intimate. Whereas, um, like in my experience, I started... Like, dating this guy in, like, high school, and that's when, like, I first had sex. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm, yes. first of all, I was a poor communicator <laughs> up until actually recently. Scandalous. You know, yeah. So, for me to say, like, what I'm looking for, like, I had no idea because I didn't know myself as a person. Like, I didn't know, like, who I really was mm-hmm. and just kind of, like, I'm just in high school and, like, I'm just going to graduate soon. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so, like, I kudos to you. I'm having the sex. <laughs> the sex? The yeah. sex the is sex. great. The sex is great. <laughs> so what about you, Diego? Yes. What about me, bro? How did your body change? I'm being like, no. <laughs> let's know. <laughs> you know what, about, what about you? Like, what was your, like, communication style? How long did it take for you to develop that when mm-hmm. being intimate with a person? Interesting question. Great question, as a matter of fact. Thank you. It's probably would be... I would say I started getting a feel after my second like long-term partner. Learning what I liked, how, what I didn't like, and how to communicate better. But I, did, I like started in between your ages. So I was like 19, 20. But the first, uh, yeah, the first partner was just the let's have sex type of thing. Let's have the sex. And I don't want to say it was bad because neither of us knew what we were doing, but it probably was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't know what you're doing. Like the first time. You just put it in. And then you have the sex. <laughs> mm. And then the sex is done. And wear a condom. Yes. Yeah. So when did your parents realize that you were sexually active? Or have they realized in some cases whether you're sexually active or not? 
Well, I mean, my dad told me to wear a condom once, so I'm pretty sure they know. Yeah. I, that's that's funny. Funny you ask. I'm just kidding. Why is that? <laughs> so yeah, funny. Yeah, but No. There was, um, I think, talking about, like, when your parents realized that you were sexually active, I think it's really hard because you don't, like, as we're, we keep emphasizing, like, it's just not talked about in the household. So it's very hard to, I think, to sometimes, it comes with an assumption. I don't even think they, like, in that realization, I think it's always assumed of, like, hey, like, I had several times where, um, I think my mom knew that, like, my sister was, like, sexually active or whatever. Obviously, definitely she knew she was sexually active when she had a baby. That Wait. might be a clue. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Are you telling me that in order to have a child, you have to have the sex? I, that is what I am telling you. Well, Wait. Mind did, blown. Did, did your sister get married because she was pregnant? Is that right? Or did they get married and then have a baby they they had a child first Mm. and then like a couple years after that and then they got married so not right away as in some like occasions we see that if you get pregnant you get married like Mm -hmm. that type of standard so they were definitely together for a while they had a baby and then a few years after they decided to take that decision of just doing it by the court so not like by church or anything and that was very clear to your parents that your sister was sexually active with the second child (laughs) (laughs) it was like a confirmation but the first one was like maybe she's sexually active the second one was like oh man she is sexually active. <laughs> thank goodness she's married she Maybe did it the should... right way thank goodness she's getting married <laughs> so i think in situations where like sex was being brought up like at the table there which there was a couple but it wasn't like a full discussion it was just kind of like oh like well you 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 use a condom like Asegúrate que, que eso es protección o protección o no lo hagas. Like, just no lo hagas. Like, guardate hasta el matrimonio. When did you get that? Um, one time when we were, like, at the dinner table. Not dinner table, but, like, when we were sitting at the dinner table and we were all just kind of there. And, like, my mom and Chris were, like, bantering about, like, funny jokes. And then my mom was like, oh, looks to me. And she's like, pues tú, tú, hasta que no te cases. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> sure, mom. I mean, yesterday, but sure, mom. <laughs> Um, so that happened a little bit. Um, one of the funniest things, I think, though, when I actually did, like, start becoming sexually active, where I think my mom kind of knew, was I went to the the gyno once. Um, I went a couple times because I think it's really important just to, like, be aware of your own sexual health and reproductive health and just, like, any type of health in general. But, you know, like, obviously, like, your your sexual health is something to also, like, make sure you're on track of and on top. With that... Um, I went to the gynecologist. I'm still on my parents' insurance because I'm not 26 yet. But yeah, I'm still on my parents' insurance. Luckily, thank you, parents. My mom got a bill to the house with like the gynecologist like statement on there and that they did like a pregnancy test and like the syphilis um, and a couple other STI tests. So with that, she's like, hey, like, why didn't you get all these tests done? And like, why didn't you get a pregnancy test? And why didn't you even go to the gynecologist? Wait, she asked you why you were going to the gynecologist? Yeah. And I'm like, because it's very important for you to make sure that you're checking up on your own, like, sexual health and reproductive health. She's like, well, you shouldn't be having a sexual health. <laughs> oh, my God. She told you that. <laughs> and I was like, hello, oh. But obviamente me lo está diciendo como que, pero tú no deberías de tener eso. Like, I'm like, oh, ma, pero, like, es, es importante. Tú también deberías ir al doctor, a la ginecóloga, like, para revisarte que todo está bien, para hacer tus pap smears, which she has done her paps and stuff, but yeah. um, I don't know why I'm telling you my mom's hat, hat, like his health. It's okay. She's not going to be listening to this. Yeah, she um, probably won't unless you show it to her. Please don't show it to your mother. Pero or sí, do, if she's cool, but not our mothers. Yeah. Y luego lo estaba diciendo como que, oh, pues, like, you know, I'm very curious as to, like, and why were they even doing these tests on you, like... I'm like, oh, well, it's standard. Like, when you go, these tests are standard now. It's not something that you can... I mean, you could probably opt out of, but when you go and you're okay with it, these tests are just standard, and they just do it as a procedural thing. Um, so I think in ese in esa tiempo, cuando, like, yo, the statement of the insurance, and she saw, like, the test and, like, the type of appointment I had, como que se rió un poco, and she, like, smirked. And then I was like, I think she knows. I may be having sex. I'm not sure. And I was going to ask her, I'm like, hey, ma, so, like, you you, you know I'm having sex? But I didn't ask her. Like, no me atreví todavía. But I was, like, at that point of, like, le pregunto, no le pregunto. But I'm like, I think she might know. 
Wait, so wait, how old were you when this happened? Oh, this was a couple, like, maybe about a year ago. So it was so recent. Very recent. <laughs> yeah, it was very recent. Um, so I just thought it was very funny. So I think that's a point where, like, my mom might know. But it's Girl. like, and I'm on her insurance. I really don't care because I'm like, if you want to ask me about it, you can ask me about it. Yeah. She but, saw the statement. She knows. The, I mean, yeah. you don't. She's just, just not going to talk about it for sure. <laughs> yeah. You don't. See, you don't take a birth, like a pregnancy test for like shits and giggles. I mean, you're not <laughs> wrong. Which I want to ask something, and you might not have had this experience uh-huh. yet because you just started. Yeah. But pregnancy scares. No. No. Never. No. One. I've like taken pregnancy tests like with friends, just like solidarity, because it is a very scary moment, mm-hmm. and they're kind of fun. Like, <laughs> like I know I'm fine. It's like, oh, let's do it. I just want to be on a stick. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little fun. Never no. actually had one. No. I did. Oh, they're scary. Some more. when they're unplanned. I think as a gentleman, it's a bit obviously it's different and stuff. Oh, you yeah. know what? No, nope. I think it's no. both. How's if it's not um, if it's unplanned, I think it can be very scary. true. Like, so what was your? Well, actually, can I just say about my parents or yes. my mom? Okay, yeah, so does your mom know you're sexually active? My mom definitely knows that I'm sexually active, and the first time she found out, I think I was 24, uh-huh. and I was dating this guy, and we had gone to a hotel, you know, oh. to have the sex. Scandalous. And I had the receipt of the hotel in my coat pocket. And my mom borrowed my coat like a few days later. And I totally forgot about the receipt. And so she put her hands in the pocket and she like pulls it out. And she's like, really, Yesenia? Really? Oh, and I was like, kind of just shrugged and like, yep. And she she didn't talk to me for the rest of the day. And that was it. That sounds uh, like bliss. <laughs> that sounds like bliss. <laughs> Don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but to my Don't mom, her not talking to me is like her form of punishment, yeah. which like, she wrong yeah and i know you but yeah but again she didn't realize that until i think years after that did she realize that it was not a punishment for us but that was kind of her where she found out and then after that she did mention a couple times like uh when it's important que te cuides y se tienen que cuidar and that was as close as she got to having like a safe sex conversation so a one time i got told to wear a condom one time, Celine, you got told that you should be using a condom. Yes. And you Many once got age. told to be safe. Yes. And that is the extent of our sex education <laughs> through our parents. Yes. God, I just want yeah. to make that make clear. clear. <laughs> that this is how our households dealt with it. I'm sure some households are way oh, yeah. better at this. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. But <laughs> Anything's a second I haven't said that. I feel like we had the typical experience of a very oh. traditional conservative Mexican family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because all our parents are Catholics. Oh, yes. Very much so. So did you guys have any like preconceived notions of what sex was like or how sex should be? Yeah, like from like watching TV, watching novelas, Sábado Gigante, whatever it may be. Rosa de Guadalupe. Sábado Gigante. What were they showing in Sábado um, Gigante that you watched? Um, excuse me. They were <laughs> parading women around in yeah, like were. the tiniest of swimsuits for like Miss Colita. Let's be real. Oh. That's basically softcore porn. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Thank you. But I'm talking about like when I was younger, like you'd watch novelas Same. and like there's always a sex scene and there's like two options. One is that you're having sex because you're in love right mm-hmm. and that usually with a rich guy and the second one is that you are you're an evil bitch and you're manipulating people and you're sleeping with them yes. there is no in between there's no like hey i'm just casually dating this guy and we happen to be in a sexual relationship see you uh, later you know yeah. Yeah. miguel sounds, or whatever it just sounds like <laughs> real life right you know? right but that's like growing up i didn't see any of that that was mm-hmm. real life novelas novelas or mm. life no. Didn't you ever fall in love as a pobre? Yeah. Con un rico? <laughs> yeah. Forbidden love. Did you guys have sex? No. Oh, well, <laughs> Mr. Bo, you could have been I think a little bit, maybe not so much like the novelas. I think, yeah, I was definitely aware of like that part. Um, donde, donde vi estas novelas y es lo que enseñaba, like one or the other. Pero I think a lot of it came from friends discussing their own like sexual lives which back then i feel like it wasn't really something even talked about too much among your friends right 
um, you kind of like, yeah, you're like, oh, that's like my virginity, quote unquote, whatever that is. Um, was it just like that? Oh man, lost my virginity. No, <laughs> it's definitely not like that. Um, but you know, like that girl talk of like, oh, this happened, blah blah blah. Y, y se mencionaba, pero también era como que, oh, like, dolió. Like, there was always that thing of, like, oh, it wasn't, like, the best. It was kind of uncomfortable. Um, it kind of hurt. Like, oh, this chick, like, bled a little. No sé qué madres. Um, <laughs> no sé qué madres. <laughs> that just sounds like bad sex. Yeah. Well, so, basically, I mean, they were, like, in high school. I think that, like, the expectation is for, for girls, like, growing up is, like, first sex will hurt time. the yes. first time. It takes a while for you to mm-hmm. like it. Like, I think that's such a really shitty way to introduce yeah. a person to, like, to having sex. Something that's supposed to, like, make you feel good. You know? And to say, like... Just it, deal with it. Like, the first question yeah. should not be, did it hurt? The yeah. first question was, like, what did you think? Did, did you, you like, like it? it? Did it make yeah. you feel good? And that's definitely not what, as, like, young girls, mm-hmm. like, I don't feel like I got that. Yeah. You know? Far. Yeah, and then, they, like, some people will ask, like, well, did you bleed? Yeah. Which is, like, uh-huh. why ask me that? Like, it's weird. They need to know if you're a virgin. That's not even true, though. I know it's not, but that's yeah. what, like, people think. I'm getting really angry about this all of a sudden. Am I triggering <laughs> you right now, bro? No. You are not. I'm not because I know that's not how shit works. But what about you? Like when you yeah. told your friends that you had sex, if you told your friends, because you you had to tell someone, right? Like how was that? High five, bro. Did Just I kidding. <laughs> no, there was there was some talk about it, but I don't even like amongst my group. It wasn't very like descriptive or anything like that. Yeah. It was just like, oh, I had sex, and people would be like, oh, was it good? Like her boobs big and yeah like uh, that kind of shit not like tell us oh, more about like, this guy like they wanted to know about like the body parts yeah i guess okay. it's weird i don't tell us tell us we want she to got know big tits bro bro like she that? got big tits bro yeah, yeah. She got okay. like kind of that shit like that okay but nothing like nothing like did you guys uh, connect <laughs> i don't think i ever <laughs> once in my early years hear that but did you guys have, like, a good sexual connection? Yeah. Or even just a, a genuine emotional connection? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, that shit never happened back in the day. Now, when I talk to people about, like, going out and dating, and, like, if I hook up with someone, those questions sometimes do arise. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, oh, shit, you, like, care. <laughs> <laughs> As a true friend of me yeah. connecting with this other person. Yeah. Yeah. On various levels. But not back then. No, mm-hmm. that shit was just unheard of. So did you guys, would you high five your friends? Like, I, I'm just really curious because I never really got to talk to anyone about like what, how they like inform their friends that they're sexually active and what the reaction is. Yeah. If I remember correctly, there were high fives. Had to be. Fucking new Every it. once in a while. Um, But it was similar to like what you said. It was talked about, but not very... Like actually discussed. Mm-hmm. It was like an announcement. Like I yeah, had like, the yeah, sex, man. Like oh man, we had sex. Like I fucked her. Like okay, cool, yeah. bro. What? Not the Pokemon <laughs> cards now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you go back to playing Magic the Gathering? Yeah, yeah. please sponsor us. <laughs> that would be amazing. Entonces, kind of going a little bit off on that. Yes, yeah, he like you know I kind of mentioned we're like oh we as young women being introduced to like sex or being introduced by our friends or whatever how like was it similar to you like how oh this is gonna hurt blah blah, blah. like do this the first time don't do that the first time mm, i vaguely remember telling one of my close friends like i just had sex because mm-hmm. it like happened during like finals and stuff so then i had to go back to school and i was like girl this happened like out in the common area we're like like 20 people probably heard me <laughs> i didn't really care and she was like oh my god and that was all i remember like in the quads no not in the quad like you know like where the bus uh where people would gather for like the buses and stuff like in oh, the building yeah. like that's where i told her mm-hmm. like, at the end of the day and stuff like that yeah because at that point i think she she was sexually active and so she's like oh that's cool yeah. and that was it like she didn't ask me like i mean she asked me who it was with and then she was asked she didn't ask me anything that would like be like specific. that's like deep or specific or like mm-hmm. 
did you have fun? Did you enjoy it? Right, yeah. did it? She didn't even ask me if it hurt or anything like that. She was like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, Dope. Do y'all feel like you share a little bit more of that like with your friends now? Like, Is it a more open conversation, talking about sex and all that? or If the conversation arises, yeah, I'm down to mm-hmm. have a talk. Yeah. Well, um, why not? I mean, we're supposed to be adults, right? Yeah. Yeah, I um, uh, talked to my sisters about it more yeah. openly because when we were younger like no one knew what was happening or what was going on yeah. or like what we were comfortable talking to each what? other about so now now yeah for sure there's a good evolution of growing mature. up into who you are yeah. and being emotionally aware and being emotionally mature mm-hmm. um, but it took some time to get there even in like through my early 20s you know like communicating with a partner like you know i like this or like i don't like this you know that took a, a while and again like i said before i had lots of really bad sex <laughs> because I didn't know how to communicate and neither did they because when I was like living in Mexico the guy that I dated that broke up with me for the club thing <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that> <laughs> which you can hear all about in a different podcast yes definitely I, I guess like what I definitely like hear what you what you're saying Essie and stuff and that just kind of brings a little bit to like um when I had like my first time like you know it wasn't the greatest sex but it was such a like I had a Last, like learning about like what was going on um i think talking about like that maturity of like really just knowing when you're ready like for me it was like a point of um i took the step because i knew and i felt ready and i was just like this is something i want to do like i'm not gonna let anybody like touch my body until i say it's okay um so this this is go ahead that's just like basic consent yeah 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 i know but like you know, sometimes you just do it because it's what everybody's doing. What you think the other person like wants, and you're you just go with it. But um, kind of like realizing like what it is that you want at that point like makes all the difference. Because like my first time was like a very good learning experience where I felt like um, the person who I was having sex with was very open to like, oh, this is your first time, so let's um, let's take it slow, let's try this, let's do this, or and I openly ask questions of like. And I know that's probably not, not the, the sexiest thing, but I'm like, oh, when was the last time you got tested? Um, when was, like, yeah, ask questions. I'm like, hey, I want to know this because I feel comfortable asking you this. So thank you for one, for allowing that space for this to be asked um, and the space for, like, just being okay with, like, going step by step. So it was, like, a really great learning experience. Um, so, like, just kind of, I think that plays a huge role, like, of like how you talk about sex with your partner, with your friends, with your family, um, and so on. That's going to be a no for the family. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> One of the really interesting stuff that I guess like we're talking about novelas and like how bros high five themselves and <laughs> um, how we are perceived, how we're introduced to like sex and everything. Mm-hmm. So um, being that typically we're talking about like men boys or whatever have sex first um or like they start a little bit more of like that sexual type of initiation like it's are you saying that like it's more socially acceptable for young men to be sexually active versus girls are expected to wait until they're married yes so (laughs) exactly that so just kind of being that you know there's that kind of gender role of like oh it's more okay for boys men to have sex than you know the church girl or just the girl the lady the woman blah 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 so like how how do, what do you think about that like just i'm just saying that those gender roles of like the girl waiting until she's married mm-hmm. and the, the guy kind of getting the pass of like be sexually active just don't knock up like you know whoever you're messing around with um no but i just think it's bullshit you know and i don't know what it was like to um like for my brothers because we actually have never had those conversations mm-hmm. but i know that one of my uncles talked very openly about taking my brother one of my brothers to a like a strip club and taking him to various strip clubs and like no one ever offered to take me to a strip club like none of my aunts did <laughs> like that's because you a lady person well, that's bullshit because what if i do want to go Mexican to a strip club culture. true yeah i don't know i'll fucking take you if you want shit let's go let's have a field trip <sighs> field trip to the strip club Woo! they're not that great oh, okay it's just a slightly more expensive bar where you can see boobies hmm. yeah it's just whatever okay. but i'm just saying that like there is that openness of like their sexuality of like 
seeing, you know, women and taking joy in their presence and, you know, exploring that side of, of like human interaction. Whereas for me growing up, it was like, you know, who are you talking to? at the th- by the tacos after church like that's yeah. not okay like do you know who he is like what <laughs> like, i'm just making friendly conversation with a guy who i think is cute and yet some people some of my relatives get a pass to go and look at like just titties everywhere how is that even fair <laughs> like, it's not no it's not it's bullshit so i just think it's bullshit i agree thank you i want to talk to the cute boy by the tacos <laughs> just make small conversation man that's all you gotta do. That's all it is. Yeah. Like I, I just want him to buy me a taco. That's why I went. Like, I remember one time in Mexico, there was this really cute guy, and I was like in junior high, and we were gonna go make out, and one of my cousins was like, "Oh my god, you can't go make out with this guy," and I was like, "Why not?" And she's like, "Because it's because it's late," and it was like seven o'clock, and I'm like, "It's not late, girl. It's like seven. <laughs> and she was like, "I am not letting you go," and she was like having a freak out moment because like this guy was not my boyfriend. We. We're not exclusive. Scandalous. Yeah. I still made out with him. You know, whatever. And that was it. But, like, it was just such a big thing for her. Yeah. <laughs> to kind of be Making like, out? Yeah. That's not a... Whatever. Right. Who doesn't make out with a cute boy by the taco stand? I don't know. It kind of begs the question, when did she start making out <laughs> with her boyfriend if she was losing her shit over yeah. me making out with this like, a guy? Was she dating someone? At that, uh, at that time? point, she was with her long-term boyfriend, who she, who's now her husband. But that's the one that they married. They married. They dated for like ten plus years. Wow. Maybe she freaked out more because like you weren't exclusively dating this person and didn't know. So, which is dumb reason. Yeah. I don't know. She's your fucking cousin, Esther. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember that one time I wanted to make out with that cute boy from Taco Stand, and you said blah. blah. <laughs> and then I was <laughs> like. Fuck you. And still did it? Yeah. Call her right now. <laughs> Put her on the line. I don't have her number. Call her in right I now. I don't even know if she's on social media. But anyways, that's beside the point. Yossi, do you have any good stories about at least when you when you go to Mexico or you went to Mexico and you kind of wanted to hook up with someone and your parents or your relatives were like, nah, dog. Um, I think the first time like my parents saw me kiss someone was at my quinceañera. <gasps> I was hanging outside with this boy from, like, a town nearby, um, from where we lived, Elevin. And I invited him to my quinceanera. We kind of had been talking a little bit. Like, me había dedicado una canción de T.I., though you can have, though we can have whatever you want. Um, it was, you know, very romantic. We talked on Messenger. You can have whatever you like. (laughs) Yeah. You... He did. What's the question? A T.I. song? Yeah. I was like, what? It was back in the day. We're 15. <laughs> what do you expect? Not a T.I. song. It's so romantic. <laughs> I, I wait for the day that my beloved would dedicate a T.I. song to me. Like una pinche cumbia, una bachata, <laughs> los bookies. La chona. Jesus Cristo, Marco Antonio Solis. Mm. True. Oh, Juanga. The best. Is he dead? Luis Miguel. Yeah. He's hella dead, dude. Rip. He's like been dead for a few years. And yeah, so like I was just like, estaba sentada afuera con mi vestido. Ahí estábamos enfrente del salón. For some reason, I don't know. Like, well, I didn't think nos iban a ver. We were like in front of the salon. Um, and my dad's a smoker. So obviously, se fue a tom- uh, fumar su cigarrito. I was there with this person. And then like we kissed. And my dad saw, and I think, like, he just, like, ignored it at first. Pero el día siguiente, fuimos al salón para recoger unas cosas que dejamos, las charolas, and etc. And then he's like, see, what were we doing? We we're cleaning or something. And then Crystal said something, my sister. And then my dad, he's Snitch. like, see, sí, sal- sí, ayer yo salí casi comiéndose con alguien. And then I was like, what the fudge? Like, it was a little kid. I'm like, you are exaggerating. But, like, you brought it up and i was like so embarrassed because i'm like oh i was hoping like you didn't bring it up like i know you saw but it's all like why do you have to do this here but he's like he would definitely like exaggerate it he's that kind of person yeah so like it was just really funny that he like brought it up and like you know being young like que vergüenza like you got me kissing a boy at 15 and all that stuff um so it was like one of my first little like little stories of like my parents knowing like I kissed someone or stuff like that. Um, Can I tell you guys? So 
after some people found out that I was making out with a young guy uh-huh. that I was talking about, I'm 90% sure that my dad pulled out a gun on him and he never talked to me again. Oh, Now that is scandalous. Outside of my grandma's house. Because across the street was a billar. Uh-huh. Where everyone, like all the guys, hung out, and it was exclusively a male hangout, and so they would hang out there. And I guess that happened. And then I was dead to him <laughs> because boy. you kissed the boy, mm-hmm. or you're dead to the boy. No, I was just <laughs> dead to the boy. <laughs> yeah, after that, he just didn't talk to me. I don't, I don't think I ever saw him again, or if I did, I don't recall. Is the boy still alive? I haven't. I don't know. I haven't looked. I don't even remember his name. Jesus. No. Marcos. No. Pedro. Antonio. No? Pedro. No. Juanga. Hmm. Good name, but no. <laughs> T.I. If only. How about, how about you, Diego? Do you ever get caught by your parents or a relative? See, to understand my story, you have to go back very far. We're not that old. No, I don't think so. All right, what age? What are we ta- What what throwback are we doing? I don't remember. But <laughs> I was fucking wrong. How, how can you like try to preempt the story and then not know where to start? <laughs> Because I was trying to be funny. It's not working. I know. Sorry. <laughs> What's the question? Have you ever been caught, like, making out or, like, in the act by a relative? Or... No, I don't no? think so. Because oh. I think every person that they've seen me kiss or whatever had actually been some sort of relationship. Oh, okay. Or as a person that I had been seen. Hmm. The only people that, like, I, like, made out with and stuff like that would, like, maybe a party or yeah. when I went on a date or stuff like that but mm. the people that i brought around were people that i was kind of exclusive with i didn't really introduce that many people mm-hmm. to the family mm. but oh when was the first time you went to a sex shop i was looking for a slutty nun costume for halloween and the store that i went to on the outside had um like really cute like halloween like costumes for uh-huh. women and I went in there, and um, they didn't have what I was looking for, but they did have like some of the accessories, like fuzzy handcuffs and um, like dildos and vibrators, things like that. And I mean, it wasn't like overwhelming; it wasn't mm-hmm. shocking. Like you know, I've seen um, like sex shops and like TV movies or whatever, and it wasn't anything that was like scandalous. Yeah, but it felt very like. It felt very raunchy, and it wasn't until we I moved to Madison, and Diego and I, we went to a sex shop here in town, mm-hmm. and it was very, like, sex positive, and really great literature, and, like, great products, and... Really friendly customer service. Definitely. Yeah, they're great. Uh, it's called A Woman's Touch, if anyone wants to visit. Um, they also have really great uh, coloring books there as well. Oh, um, and yeah. they have... Um... Like the little seminars and things. Yeah, they have like seminars. They have the BDSM for beginners. There's like the couple one. Mm-hmm. They've had other things like that. Yeah, they have like different books and resources. It's, it's great. I think it's my favorite place. Because we yeah. also went to another sex shop that was like, it also had a lot of variety. But I, f- I feel like it also had that like, that like raunchy, the usual. Yeah, kind of like yeah, radical dude. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you. That was very well said. <laughs> no persona. How about you, Yossi? No. Um, the first time I went to a sex shop, there was a purpose. Um, it was I just wanted to go ahead and see if they had like cake molds of penises and any penis type of decoration. It was I was kind of throwing a friend like their bachelorette party. So I want to go ahead and just, like, you know, have, like, that typical, like, oh, penis is straws and penis this and penis that and penis. Um, <laughs> that was the most underwhelming yell for a penis I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's, like, the first time I went to a sex shop. It was actually with my sister. Um, I went to one in Milwaukee. And I guess kind of similar experience. It was a little bit more like of a raunchy sex shop. So when I went in there, like, you had, like, your... Like, you're, like, cheap-looking stuff, and it was just kind of like, oh, like, eh, this isn't that cute. Um, so that was, like, my first time I went to, to there. I got a few, like, a couple little bachelorette games and stuff, and I just thought that was, like, where else will I be finding these things? Like, I will not find this at Walmart or Target, so let's try the sex shop out. That's the first time. Um, other encounters with sex shops, I've gone with you all to the sex, um, 
the lit women's stench. So that's been a really great one. And then I do go to one in Chicago, which is called Early to Bed. And same thing. They're, they do some really great donations, which they're awesome. Um, but they also have a lot of very sex-positive workers and just information and books and stuff. So that place is somewhere that's very open, like a little bit more like I'm, I'm going to say a little bit like upscaler compared to like your raunchier um, sex shops like on the corner of the highway. That's kind of like my first time. I was like thinking about like, like, oh my God, my mom had a sex shop. Like, I think at a younger age, I would have been like that. Of like, oh, I'm so lucky. Like, mejor me meto a la iglesia. Um, but it was kind of like, as you start like to get older, like it's a very like just normal thing. And you can find some really interesting stuff there. And uh, just a lot of great information that you could use. So um, that was like, kind of like my first first encounters with different sex shops. How about you, Dieguito? Cuéntanos, ¿cuándo fue la primera vez que te metiste a una tienda? Well, my experience was very different. Mm-hmm. The first time I went to a sex shop, I was driving around with two friends because that's a Jew in rural Wisconsin. And then at some point, we we're like, you know what? There's a sex shop. We should go check it out. It's called Shockwave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, he is laughing because she knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So we like looked for it and the GPS or we tried to and like it actually took us to a church first. Oh, this doesn't look like a sex shop. Like for the rest of the night, like while we were trying to find the right place. Like we were like every church we'd see, we'd be like, oh, there's a sex shop. Oh, there's a sex shop. Oh, there's a sex shop. Just making like fun of churches and shit. And then we finally arrived and it was like it's a. If you've never been to Shockwave, it's very, like, imagine a sex shop in a movie. Aww. Like, the super stereotypical, super raunchy. There's a booth in the back, I'm pretty sure. For what? For <laughs> viewing of movies. Ah. That might have been another one, but there's, like, this certain section. There's, like, a hidden section that you have to, like, go to unless, like, the DVDs are and all that stuff. But it's just me and two friends going to see what it was because we'd never gone to one. Same. Hmm. I will say that my favorite place, um, I, we went to London last year, and I knew that I had to go to Coco de Mer because I watched a documentary oh. on Netflix, and it focuses on, um, it's called Love Honey, and it was a great documentary. It was super fun, and they talked about Coco de Mer, and so we actually weren't that far from where, it wasn't that far from where we were staying when mm-hmm. we went, and so I took my significant other, we, we went there, and it was like beautiful. It was like oh. elegant. Um, they were like just closing up shop. We barely made it in. And I was like browsing all of their like really fancy shit. And like they had my favorite part. And I wish I would have taken a picture of it um, was a full like a bronze statue of a woman bending over. And like you, you can see like the vulva and like everything yeah. as she was bending over. And it was like the best thing ever. That store sounds amazing. It was very amazing. Incredibly expensive. expensive. We're talking about like, I'm just going through their website right now, which is fabulous. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Like, there's like a bra that has like barely anything to cover anything and it's like 95 pounds. So, but what about, what about porn? What do you guys, when did you guys like, what are your thoughts on it? You know, are you a fan? Are you not a fan? Porn's weird. It's like a super like aggressive version of what real sex is like Mm -hmm. but i think it all depends on where you're finding your porn but i will say have you guys watched the documentary hot girls wanted on netflix no i haven't seen that one yet yeah it is fantastic watch it because it's just it goes through different aspects of like the adult film industry Mm -hmm. where i found a very cool director called erica lust yeah she's very like sex positive she uses people who aren't in like the film industry sometimes Mm -hmm. and she'll like you know do films with them she'll even like get people submissions of what their fantasy is and we'll film that and that's like really cool yeah yeah so watch hot girls wanted highly recommended i think one of the first episodes is covering like erica lust and what she does because i feel like it's very geared towards the, the female view you know um, when it comes to porn because yeah when i think of porn especially when i when we were like younger in high school mm-hmm. like it was very it was not Animated. female positive it was very much the male gaze very um like aggressive towards women it did not seem like a fun thing to watch 
It's still like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Very much so. You see, how about you? I definitely, I think my first encounter with porn was, I don't know if it was through, like, my siblings or I feel like a cousin was like, oh, let's all watch this or something. I don't know, but it was a very, like, everybody's watching it. Let's watch a little snippet of it. And I was like, oh, and that everything just seems so exaggerated. Um, So that was kind of, like, my first encounter. I don't really, like, do do porn, but I've seen your typical, like, what's on, like, porn hub um so i guess like porn wise i don't really think like, i have a preference i don't really like tend to watch it too much but i've encountered like your girl on girl stuff your big boobs big butt so like you come across all these different type of preferences mm-hmm. it kind of leads up to fantasizing what sex should be or can be um but i think that's a very like just self-exploration type of thing that you need to go ahead and just like do i think it could definitely probably give you ideas and it could come with some like nuances of like what to try um cada quien su gusto y pues si les gusta pues vayan a verlo <laughs> no I mean it's it has its place and time um like not in a coffee shop Yoseline like definitely yeah. not definitely not in the coffee shop at home when you're chilling you want to wank it put on your headphones throw a candle <laughs> you know make a nice little night for yourself the candle was a nice touch yeah, man treat, treat yourself yeah. I have the headphones but no te escuchen los vecinos you gotta treat yourself mm. yes very true. So, talking about like porn and masturbation, is masturbation something you like tend to do with porn? Something that you like just more get creative and like fantasize about mutual masturbation with your partner? Do you hold these conversations with your friends about masturbation and like thoughts on masturbation? I mean, I talk to my partner about it. Mm-hmm. We're pretty open about that stuff. Um, I think that when i think of porn i feel like it has to be like very specific it's very specific to me because i can't just like watch something like i just like whatever whatever video is fine because it isn't because like there's like specific things that i must have Mm -hmm. in order to like feel roused right yeah like what so you have a checklist you have your porn checklist (laughs) kind of in a way yeah um, which I will say that I did subscribe to the Erica Lust newsletter and I got a free film. Oh. So if you want to try out some of her films, they I really like the one that I got for free. So it's the lady has to be a brunette. The guy has to be attractive. Like the, it's so hard for me to feel aroused when like the person has had a lot of work done on their body. Like either one, like if it's like it's two so- into one extreme, like I, I cannot, like it's just like, then I start like, I wonder when they had that surgery. How much did they pay for that surgery? Did anyone counsel her on that size for her body? Like, it gets into this like weird headspace for me. But it also has to like, like the woman has to look like she's enjoying it. Yeah, and you can like usually tell, right? And like the woman finishing is like, yes, that was a great film, right? Because if it's just like the guy and then like he just like comes all over her face, like no, like that was terrible, like. Some people are into that shit. Some people are into that, but I'm saying that my own checklist, like, that's not... Not included. No, that's not included. I don't care, like, about that. I don't want to see that. It, like, makes me angry. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) But I have to have, like, specific checkpoints, and, like, those are the key factors. I was not judging you on the fact that you needed brunette. I was more surprised. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I figured white, like, blonde, or maybe, like, a redhead, but not brunette. I don't know why. I would assume that you would, like blunts in your films what gave it away because i know you <laughs> it is a preference it doesn't have to be they don't have to be mm. by cat um but yeah i guess i have a similar checklist you know they both kind of have to be attractive the whole like super muscular model type of dude no like just look normal yeah like just be it's attractive like, both of you look normal and be attractive <laughs> and be blonde at least one of you at least one of you. Because <laughs> if it's both, then it just feels like they're trying to bring back the right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think porn has kind of altered all our minds. I don't know. I guess I don't really like, have a preference or don't haven't really ever watched it with anyone. Um, so I guess I'm still like exploring that area of it. Yeah, I don't know. There's not too much like about porn. Like I've came across it. I've gone and I've seen some stuff, but... It's, it's on your not, laptop. But it's, on my, it's <laughs> definitely on my laptop. Um, but I guess I'm still kind of exploring, like, like what porn, like, does for me. Um, so we'll kind of see. I think 
amongst like talking about porn with others I did I did have asked like uh, someone who I was like intimate with I'm like oh do you watch porn like what kind of porn do you watch um and like that was that that was like a good question um from there like talking about like porn with friends and stuff that's not something very common that I tend to do um or that you know that's a conversation with others and even like thinking about like how you like self um self like pleasuring yourself and stuff um I think one time I vividly remember me and my friend were talking and like I wanted to ask like this question I'm like fuck it like I'm gonna ask it to her I'm like hey like do you masturbate and like we both just started like laughing like loling because como que no es una pregunta que que you talk about it's like I think that can be a very intimate um thing Go ahead. But I think that it's a very intimate thing for women specifically. Like, it's kind of accepted, like, at a certain yes. age, young men need their own space to explore their bodies because they will. But it, I don't get the sense. We'll be out in a second, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get the sense that it's the same for, for women and uh-huh. that that is very, like, frowned upon or, like, not an acceptable part of, like, society and even, like... Like, I've seen, like, on some, like, social media posts, like, guys don't think that women masturbate or that yeah. they're, like you know sexually aroused or go through those like feelings that, as they're developing into a young yeah. woman some people are stupid as fuck <laughs> they're out there man i don't yeah. know i don't know what to tell you and everyone masturbates Word. well maybe not everyone a lot of if people you're... most most everyone a good amount of people persons masturbate <laughs> people persons uh-huh. love it yeah mm-hmm. people persons mm-hmm so I think that was definitely like, like uh, open, like something to open up, you know? Um, so I think talking about sex and love and relationships is like one of the funnest things in the world. And I feel like no matter sometimes like what kind of conversation you're having, como que at the end, like it sometimes just like leads to that, you know? Obviously, if you're talking about like politics and stuff, it might not lead to it. But it's like it's a conversation that it's very just fun to talk about. And I think um, as I have learned more about um sex and relationships and dating and this and that it's like very fun and open conversation i think um, a lot of people can engage in and obviously um the other day like a friend she's like oh my god yes like um, i'm like okay call me what's up and she's like girl i just got my first um dildo i'm gonna try it out tonight and i'm like oh my gosh like thanks for like like i'm excited for you let me know how it goes you know so sweet um so it's like those type of things that are i think like are very like cool and like open and just like hey like explore yourself um you know be safe but i mean like intenta cosas nuevas and see what you like what you don't like and todo esto like just be safe with it pero diviértete word but like if and when you masturbate, do you, you make like a, a like a day for yourself or like an evening out of it? Or is it just like, eh, I feel like doing it. Let's go. I don't I don't like candles, which I feel like has been a loss for me in my sex life. You know, like you're on to something. That's that's cool. If you don't want a candle, you can always use an essential oils diffuser. Make just the room smell real nice. Oh. Put some lavender to calm you down. You go all oh, out. Yeah, do. that's nice. I mean, treat yourself. Sometimes you just gotta do something special for yourself. Very true. Um, I definitely feel like I have to like have like everything's done and like now I get to take care of me and maybe, you know, I'll like pull up like just a really nice like clip of some porn and then like afterwards have like a bubble bath. I don't like baths. I'm not a big well, I, I, bath fan because they're so time consuming, but in those yeah. times it's like, you know what, treat yourself. Treat yourself. And then treat yourself again. <laughs> and again Why not? and again. Uh, Especially if your toy is submergible in water. Yeah, I don't really th- I, I like it seems like you have a really like nice self care day. I don't do the whole candle stuff. It's just like if you want to give it a go, give it a go. Uh well sometimes it's just like, you know what, let's get let's do this. <laughs> Do this. Um, I got shit to do. Let's get it over with. I got shit. I got like an hour for lunch. Yeah, and and I think like masturbation as a whole in general, like being Latino, it's like something that when you're 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 you grow up, como que like oh my gosh, like your body is a temple, like blah blah blah. Um, <laughs> respect yourself. You know, sé que tanta cosa. But also como que that in a sense, I think I think for me at least, I did grow up a little bit with like 
you shouldn't 100% necessarily like um like judge yourself or whatever but that's for your like, husband <laughs> yeah that's for your husband um but yeah i think like you have to like grow into being comfortable with exploring yourself and don't spend i mean like that was like one of the things that poco a poco se fue dando of like being comfortable um exploring my propia sexualidad if that's like through masturbation or whatever i you know I, i haven't done that whole like i'm gonna lay out candles put some like nice essential oils que huela rico y toda esa cosa i might try that sounds sounds really nice you, you all seem to have really nice evenings pero si sí, no sé como que es una cosa que todavía estoy explorando y como que más cansada y quiero like what else but i feel like you always have to be como que in, in the right mood for it like i totally agree i don't know like i don't think like you can just do it like all the time or get the ganas all the time it's very different is the right mood not i feel like masturbating that's a good mood to be in not gonna lie i don't know i mean it doesn't have to be anything special besides no. that like wait if you want to go all out and have like that treat yourself day go yeah do it. it but if you just want to like wank it Rub one out. Rub one out. <laughs> Choke the goose. Choke the goose? Choke the goose. Oh. <laughs> I think that's a thing. I, I don't It sounds Heavy. right. It makes sense. Something with a right? goose. Yeah. Uh, there's one with something with a goose. But no hagas eso. Porque te vas a poner blind. Porque te vas a poner blind. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Crecer, pelos en la mano, Let's reel it back oh a little gosh, bit. Oh my gosh, yeah. It will give me chorro. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying that. Yeah. I mean, have you guys ever been told, you know, like not to do something like pleasure yourself or something bad is going to happen? Like yeah. you're going to go blind. You're going to grow hair on your palms. Like what a weird thing to like tell someone, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Those things. I've been told those things. I haven't told anything like that. No. Not once. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. It happened. Bustle. Wouldn't everyone wear glasses then? Yossi, did you ever get any any feedback from like parents at all or like relatives or an elder like saying like, um, don't do that? I think it was just more so like a little bit of like the cult, religious culture that like influenced, um, you know, like the whole like waiting till marriage. And I think like within that, it falls like, don't touch yourself. Like, I don't know. For some reason, like I think that falls in the lines of like how sex is talked about in religion. Um, so I think it was just more of like that type of influence, not necessarily like, oh, like, don't touch yourself. Because I think in the aspect of school-wise, como que si, como que si de masturbation is like a form of just like exploring yourself. Pero si necesariamente que me dijera, no, no hagas esto, no hagas esto, aquello, um, como que no, no fue así tan novio que me dijeran. Nada más así ya con making, like, assuming my own type of, um, what fell into like my religious, like, cultural type of expectation so like you don't do this or it's not necessarily like it's like it's not talked about so it's something that you know you should you should kind of be ashamed about definitely um so no se hacía no se hace y cosas así all right so since we're having all the sex apparently um <laughs> what no <laughs> what are ways Have we ever encountered, like, any STIs, you know? Having sex, you need to be aware of of STIs, being, practicing safe sex, um, being sex positive and all this. So, have we, you know, came across having an STI, someone else telling us that they have one or had one, or any anything regarding our own sexual, like, health or others? Um, have we been HIV tested? I think that all comes with part of our sexual education and what we encountered during being intimate with other people. I go, I go to the doctor regularly, get my checkups regularly, have my usual runs of tests. And because I do have, uh, like PCOS, you know, I get other extra tests done as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that is. That's not true. I've asked many times, but for people who don't know what that is. It is polycystic ovarian syndrome. And it's a bitch, but that's okay. So go pretty regularly to the doctor. I haven't been lately because they're like, oh, now you don't have to come here every year. Now you have to come like every X amount, Aww. like space, because I'm old now. So because <laughs> I'm, I'm old, old but like, yeah, I love getting tested, love going to the doctors, love making sure that like everything is like good mm-hmm. under the hood. So make sure you get tested and make sure you use protection, y'all. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, y'all. What about you, Yuseline? Even though I think we kind of already went over yours. Creo que una de las cosas, como dice Jessie, like, you know, getting your routinely um, screenings, 
um, for any type of STI or HIV or um, just maintaining your 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 checkups, like definitely go do that. And growing up in like my Latino household, I think you know as we're mentioning like sexual health and getting these routines or going even to get information uh, with the doctor about like how to practice safe sex wasn't something I was familiar with until I started to you know make a lot of my own appointments and go to the doctors and just being interested of like making sure that if I came to this point where I'm about to um, be intimate with someone that I'm safe for myself and I'm also safe for the other person so I think as I grew and I started thinking about that this is going to be happening sooner or later. Um, I really took it into my own hands of like making sure that I was on some sort of contra- um, birth control. Making sure que esa era una de las cosas que, que yo, una de las formas en cual yo me cuidaba. How about you, Diego? Tell us a little bit of like your ways of... Go to the doctor, get regular checkups. As far as just general health, you know, with all... With what should be checked on, when it should be checked on, especially now that I'm getting older, uh-huh. it's like prostate cancer is a thing that might happen, so I gotta get that checked out. Um, but as far as like getting tested and all that stuff, I normally just do that um, before I become intimate with a partner, and then if that stops or ends after, and then I, it's not like I go oh, like every six months I'm gonna go. Even if I'm with someone, it'll be like, get checked out before. After, to after. make sure it's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if, like, I guess if I got cheated on. <laughs> it was, you, would, you would know. <laughs> I would definitely go and, like, get tested. Oh, yeah. During, like, if that was a thing. Mm-hmm. But it's not like every six months I'm going to go and get tested. Because if I'm not sexually active, I'm probably not going to catch anything. Sí, bueno, I think no importa qué tipo de sexo estás teniendo, con que you're making sure that you are practicing safe sex and que estás practicando sexo seguro who here has sex toys me i'm gonna say me i no. have sex toys none you're missing out you are missing out <laughs> so much may i highly recommend one yeah. to you I Foxy, have. i have you i do not i had sex toys now i have one now, i will say that my favorite toy is the oh gosh what's it called i don't know i got it on Trimble sale term. because of course i would yeah, it's it's uh, the Lilo Sona. Comes in different colors. Oh, yeah. It's like really this. legit. It's like my favorite toy to have and I got it on sale for like 60 bucks. What? Highly recommended on the internet. Hey. Again, highly recommend. There you go. And it's like my favorite one because I do have other ones. I got a dildo as a gift from one of my siblings, nice. which is interesting. Is it a good dildo or is it a bad dildo? Um, I, I found out that I'm not a big fan of them. Huh, okay. They just, they're just there. I like for the, the toy to do its work for me. <laughs> As it should. As it's a machine. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but I'm a fan of them. You know, it adds a little extra when you want it to. So, what about you? I had to, and one of it reached its points. So, I need to get a replacement for that one. But it's just a sleeve. Pretty standard. I forget what it's called. It's, I think it's like the Blue Lagoon or something like that. Real weird names. It's really strange. They all have weird names. Even yours, what was it called? The Sona. Okay, maybe that was not that. that weird. <laughs> the Sona. Well, all the, the male sleeve ones that I've seen, like half of them have really weird names. Like Blue Lagoon or like another one was called The Crystal Cave or something like that. I'm like, isn't that a movie or something? Oh, I see. They're all like cave names. I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, oh, this clever. Is... I was just going to say, that's clever. Yeah. I guess I have some rope. Does that count? Some BDSM rope? I mean, it's specifically for that. I don't think that it's like but it's a, a sex toy. toy in the sense that it's it's more like a sex accessory. Sexessory. Sexessory. Trademarked. I like how you both were like, it's a sexessory. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I need to get a replacement for the one that reached end of life. They're, they do add the little extra. Um, just make sure to keep them clean. Yep. Big, big thing. And you get something. Yeah. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Use a proper lube. Whether your also, toy yes. is like silicone based. Water based. Water. Yep. Mm-hmm. I yep, think yep. water based is probably the better, better way to go. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to, if you, especially if you get like really nice, like upscale sex toys, you don't want to be ruining it. Like when you're just trying to lube it up, you know, that's oh, such a bummer. That's kind of sick. Oh, God, I'd be so sad. I'm mm-hmm. spending like a hundred some bucks and goes to waste because yeah. you used the wrong lube. Yeah. It's like shit. Mm. You done goofed. You done goofed real bad. 
That's a lot. I mean, you fucked yourself in a whole other level that you were not expecting. <laughs> you fucked yourself twice over. Besides, literally. <laughs> also this way. Financially. So, Yossi, if I can ask, um, why is it that you have not invested in sex toys or accessories? In accessories. Actually, I bought some dice for my friend who got married. That's not for you. I know. Why haven't exactly. you invested? But... They looked really fun. I was like, these are so, these look so much fun. I should get some. Um, but I guess, I don't know. I really don't know, like, ¿Por qué no he invertido in a sex toy or accessory? I just think I just don't really know exactly, like, what I would want. Or, like, I guess I haven't really researched anything. I'm like, oh, this product would do this. So I don't really know, like, what's out there. So I think that would honestly, like, be it. Like, no sé qué está, what's available, um, and I'm just not really informed about, like, the different types of, like, sex toys or accessories, so I, I think that's, like, why I haven't bought one. I just haven't really looked into it. Um, they look, they sound, they seem fun, and they look interesting to use, but I guess I just haven't taken time to, like, oh, let me, let me go and look into this. So I think that's probably, like, honestly, like, one of the reasons. Okay, fair. We talked about sex, love, and lust. So join us next time when we talk about more sex, more love, and more lust. Um, y sí, gracias por acompañarnos. Y hasta la próxima. Have safe sex. Sexo seguro. Bye. Wait, we're doing a second episode of Sex, Love, and Lust?